सो हे गाइस होप यू एंजॉयड पार्ट वन दिस विल बी पार्ट टू ऑफ द एपिसोड जिस इज शॉर्ट रिमाइंडर अगेन डोंट फोगेट टू ड्रॉप अस अ रिव्यू ऑन एपल पॉडकास्ट एंड फॉलोअर्स ऑन स्पॉटिफाई एंड इंस्टाग्राम विल बी आउट विद मोर एक्साइटिंग कंटेंट सो वॉच आउट फॉर दैट एंड स्टे सेफ सो लेट्स गेट राइट इन टू पार्ट टू Anshik, go for it. So yeah, we touched upon evolution. I was sort of wondering that you know, there's there's so many artists who've evolved into something else. They started off as something, and now you know they are on a completely different level. So has there ever been a time where, you know, in in the artist's initial run, you were like, nah, I would never listen to this person, and now all of a sudden you're like, you know what? They're not so bad either. For, personally, for me, it has to be Justin Bieber. because i remember <laughs> man 2010 justin bieber I, i would have killed myself listening to baby <laughs> all the time but now you know listen to justin bieber songs and i'm like man he's so good now so w- what was some of those artists like for you guys just do you have any off the top of your head i, I don't off the top of my head i will say that i love justin bieber even in 2010 i don't care what anybody <laughs> said i mean you're talking about baby yeah. i was like that was on deck i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's that's there that's there because i mean just imagine like if a song like baby or something like uh, you know a few of taylor swift songs which you know went through the roof mm-hmm. uh, if those kind of songs had been released in the current era like the whole tiktok era How much money <laughs> these guys have made? Just imagine the numbers. Because yeah, like you guys mentioned, tech wasn't like readily available back then, right? Um, and easily accessible. The only thing we had to is was probably YouTube, and mm-hmm. yeah, it did yeah. blow blow up because of YouTube itself. But yeah. yeah, man, like so, how does that sort of you know fit into the whole picture? Because the whole aspect of music being released during mm-hmm. different eras is so different nowadays. Yeah, well, there's two parts that I kind of want to touch on here. First, I want to come back to Anshik's question, but I want to touch on something yeah. that you're that you're mentioning as well. So, one of those artists for me, I think Jesse would probably agree once I say the name, is Twenty One Savage, and uh. part of and part of his evolution actually comes from the accessibility of these people as humans now through social media. Right. So, like. 21 Savage same kind of thing as a future or young thug 5 yeah, years ago I was just like yep. not into it <laughs> too mumbly not lyrical enough whatever right super disrespectful yeah but through social media we get more peeks into these people's humanity than we ever have for any artist in the past like we thought Michael Jackson had it rough you know having paparazzi all over him like some of these artists now like everyone has a camera on them right everything you do is being recorded yeah um and some people that's advantageous to them and for 21 savage that was the case for me because i found out you know financial tools like financial education and all these sorts of things and that for me like music music is a portion of the reason why i like artists but if i like you as a person like that's that's going to take you to the next level and yeah. 21 yeah. savage is like way up here for me now like i have grown to love his music like there's savage mode 2 one of one of my oh. favorites of the year easily yes. but if i didn't have that access to him on social media i don't know that i would have paid attention to him as heavily over the past couple of years once i heard that i was like okay i need to pay more attention to this guy and i've learned that i love more music from him than i thought i did and so it's maybe not that he has maybe evolved a ton as an artist but 
which I feel like he has, but like my perception of him has evolved because of the tools of social media. Right. It's got its pros and yep. cons. Yeah, that's true, man. Because just following up on that, I mean, you see 21 Savage like posting that he's, you know, uh, donated food packets and all that to his high school, like every now and then you see posts of that. And then first off, I'm a huge 21 Savage fan, especially when Savage Mode itself dropped, like, Probably a couple couple of months after it dropped, I was like fully into his music. First when I heard it, because the first song I heard off of that album was Savage Mode itself. Mm. Okay, mm. the song. And I was just like, because on that song, he's he's just too dark, man. Like if you compare his music, <laughs> like how it was. Yeah. That Savage Mode. And if you have, I don't know. Yeah, you have other songs, right? And for me, off the top of my head, my favorite song of his is Ocean Drive. Uh, because that song is the beat is insane. Metro booming is a god on that album. Yeah, I mean, that's the album which blew them yeah. up, right? Which yeah. blew Metro up as well. So yeah, just to like you know provide a contrasting context to it. Around the time he was blowing up, you know, he was dating Amber Rose. Okay, and mm-hmm. that sort of you know boosted his popularity as well and his ratings or whatever. And because of that, many people you know started getting into his music as well. Yeah, that was the time, you know, he was slowly blowing up with songs like Bank Account and all these other songs, mm. which, you know, later became TikTok songs as well. And that was the time, you know, he got into dating Amber Rose. And now, just touching on that, do you think that was entirely, and this is where I'm coming to right now, do you think that was entirely, you know, for clout? All these things that people do for clout, can they justify it? Or is it just because of, you know, they need the bag? I want to start with the initial question is if what 21 Savage did was for clout. I am not going to operate in the lane to where I start wondering if people's romantic interests are being used for personal gain. Um, that just enters a level of cynicism that I just yep. don't want to live in. So to say mm. if uh, Amber Ro- he dated Amber Rose to increase his popularity, that's just not even something that I want to like partake in. Clout is interesting because right now we're in this space where everybody wants to name things, certain things. And clout is one of those things to where somebody does something and all of a sudden, oh, it's for clout. And clout now has like a bad connotation to it. It has now yeah. reached its point in pop culture to where it no longer is like the cool thing. It now has reached the other end. It's the dark night where you either die the villain or you, I mean, die the hero yeah. or live long enough to see the villain. See? Clout is now yep. the villain. If you have clout associated <laughs> with you, it is not good. Um, and so people just want to label everything as clout. Oh, you did this for clout. Like the <clears throat> meme, again, to, superheroes but you have uh to where thanos got cut and it's now like the all that for a drop of clout instead of all that for a drop of blood yeah and i so i don't know if and like it is as andrew had said we thought michael jackson had a hard dealing with the paparazzi and all of these things the level of access that we have to anybody who gains any level of fame whether it is across like actual artistry and pop culture and music or it's even just social media famous there is such a level of access that we shouldn't actually have and there is also the amount of people who don't view them as human beings anymore 
Mm. And so you can say things because you're not viewing them as a human being as, oh, that was just clout or, oh, that was just this. And you're really removing the soul out of a person by doing these things. So I, people will always do unnecessary things to get famous, no matter yeah. what age or time it is. And we can't view those people in the same way that we view people who just happen to get famous and are trying to figure it out. So there are people who do too much for clout and it blows up mm. in their face and you can see it every single day. There are people that I'm sure if I were to ask you, like who's one person who you can't stand because their little entire existence <laughs> is about trying to get famous, you're, you're all smiling because we can think of somebody. I've got a couple people as well too. Yeah, I've got too many names, man. So the majority of people is way too fast yep. and they're just trying their best yeah and for us to view the people who are clout chasing in the same way as the people who just got who don't know what they're doing because this is such new territory to everybody i think is unfair yeah that's true mm. and i don't know any thoughts like like what about uh, you think what do you think i don't know that was that was so poetic i don't know how to follow it up <laughs> <laughs> but like i i think i, I mean, think like i think uh i don't know with the term clout chasing kind of what i was thinking is honestly i feel like you know we talked about how hip-hop has impacted just like pop culture and culture in general that i feel like a lot of the associations that we make with clout chasing get tied to hip-hop unnecessarily um just because hip-hop has like influenced pop culture in general. And so like, you know, I see things happen on on Twitter or you know, on Instagram and people will call it clout chasing um, and somehow it'll get tied to, to hip hop culture. And I'm like, well, there, there was nothing about that that was hip hop. There was nothing about mm -hmm. that that, that really, you know, had to do with hip hop culture. That dude just got a PS5 and smashed it on the ground to be famous. And he happened to say, yo, like you know what i'm saying like that didn't that didn't yeah, make it hip hop yeah. um just just hip hop happens to be you know people's a, a lot of people's means of or like the way they speak and the way they handle him, themselves has been influenced by hip hop so much that it gets tied to the culture of hip hop and that sometimes is is a slippery slope you know cuz then we can have conversations about yeah, cultural yeah. appropriation and all that kind of stuff but yeah <laughs> I, I think i think yeah, just Jesse's points were better said than I could ever. No, nah, that that's interesting. What I wanted to actually, I also wanted to talk about is what are some of the other genres and musicians that you sort of enjoy listening to other than hip hop? Because I mean, your whole podcast is about hip hop, but then obviously there has to be a different kind of music that you guys sort of enjoy as well. So what are those for you? Jesse, you want to talk about your drugs? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh -huh. I'll talk about. <laughs> my black tar heroin which is uh -huh. breakup music breakup music what? is my black tar heroin <laughs> just put it straight in my veins i absolutely love it um so like albums that come to mind like my probably my favorite breakup album of all time right now is going to be laney's malibu nights it is one of the most heartbreaking things that has ever been written and will hit different <laughs> when you go through it too so that i andrew and i both operate in a space where we absolutely love a ton of pop music and so okay. anytime we get the chance to talk about Justin Bieber or Ariana Grande, we take it. We're 
you know, soon enough, soon enough, we'll have enough people listening to where all of a sudden we can pull the switcheroo like once every three months. And then it's just surprise. We're a pop <laughs> podcast now too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also definitely uh, had mentioned the 1975. It's one of my favorite bands ever. Yeah. And definitely start venturing into like some indie pop kind of alternative veins i think is very fun for me as well and i mean like r&b and stuff is is so closely associated with hip-hop and we definitely talk about it quite a bit too Mm -hmm. i feel like that can go without saying but uh yeah i'm you had mentioned how our early justin bieber i've always loved early justin bieber like i always loved early taylor swift um, I've mentioned before several times, Carly Rae Jepsen is like one of my absolute guilty pleasures. Uh, so those are like all, a, a bunch of areas I like to enjoy and partake in. For sure. Yeah. I mean, so I don't think we've said this yet, but Jesse and I have known each other since we were 10 years old, nine, 10, 10. 10. So we've known each other for a long 18 time. Years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to traverse all of like the musical phases in our lives together Mm -hmm. going all the way back to like Lincoln Park and all that kind of stuff but like you know for me same I love I love pop music I love R&B a lot of the music that that I will listen to when I'm not listening to hip-hop will be some classic stuff that I grew up listening to so I was just mentioning to some friends earlier today that Um, what I was raised on my mom, like the three artists that were in constant rotation in my house growing up were Mary J. Blige, Prince and Smokey Uh, Robinson. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just like (laughs) classic Motown, classic R&B. And so like my favorite artists of all time are Michael Jackson and Prince, but really like, and you know, I think for me and Jesse, we've always been uh, this sounds like kind of big headed, but we've always been really creative people and really passionate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we've always been really, really passionate about our different creative lanes. So I think like for us, like we just appreciate good music, hmm. you know, and like obviously what people deem as good is going to be different from person to person. So like right. obviously we have our own preferences, but any anyone who puts out, you know, something creative and is willing to like, try something new and put themselves out there like i'm gonna i'm willing to listen to it Mm. the probably my least listened to genre of music is country but that's also not to Mm -hmm. say i don't fuck with some country too because i actually (laughs) do Uh, i dated a girl who was like huge into country for like four years and i learned that i was kind of like i was into some of it you know i'll listen i'll listen to anything that i like and what i like is a lot of music that's good yeah that's great (laughs) that's interesting but then you know with you you talk, talked about linkin park and linkin park is i think worldwide every kid every kid who grew up in the 2000s or the early 2000s and mid 2000s was exposed to linkin park in some form i think for a lot of people for personally for me that was the first that was my first introduction to rock music as well and uh, same same yeah same i mean for me yeah probably me too yeah, because that's that's one of the things, right? They were they were so good. They did everything right, and that's peak Lincoln Park. And you know, by the time they got to, I think mid two thousand tens, they just sort of faded away because they started diversifying into other these things. So, what was your impression of it? You know, seeing something that seeing an artist that you grew up with, and you know, seeing them do something completely different later on. 
how did you guys receive that oh i actually have i've thought about this a lot <laughs> so I'm, i'm gonna i'm gonna take the lead on this one so always always loved lincoln park literally the first time i ever performed was mm-hmm. like at a talent show when i was like seven years old a lincoln park song okay. in the end yep. with my friends Ah. But yeah, so, yeah, love, always loved them. And I remember it was their third, like, big album, Minutes to Midnight, where they yeah. changed up their sound for the first time. And a lot of people did not like it. A lot of people were not feeling it. I definitely loved it. Maybe I was just yeah. biased because, you know, I always loved Linkin Park. But, you know, as time went on, there was definitely plenty of their music that I didn't like quite as much. But I remember why why I've thought about this so much is I'm I think their last album last couple albums I remember kind of shitting on it a little bit with some of my friends. Okay. And, and then Chester Bennington died. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I, I literally remember the moment I found out. I literally remember like that whole day, and I remember texting one of my friends who I was given you know we were kind of trashing on Lincoln Park's newer music with, and I was like you know I really feel bad about speaking so poorly on this music now and he came with a really interesting perspective of like music any kind of art is always going to be judged right yeah. it's there like no matter what and so just because an artist dies doesn't mean that your perspective on it is wrong you know like it's okay for you to feel sad that he's gone but you don't have to feel bad for having an opinion that maybe isn't mm-hmm. what other people had on their music. But it also has had me over the past few years, I've evaluated some of the ways that I critique music because I think it is really easy to take the humanity out of an artist and not recognize yeah. that somebody really put their soul, their hard work into a piece of art and how quick we are sometimes to dismiss that. Right. And so I think yeah. there's, there's a balance of like you, you, everyone is allowed to have their opinion. Everyone's opinion is valid because that's what it is. Right. But also like there is that side of like recognizing the value in the time and art just in general. Yeah, that's true. One final question before we, you know, sort of conclude. So you talked about how, you know, if artists pass away or they die, how their music is sort of you know brought to the forefront by all these all these so called fans because you see people like lil peep you see xxx you see people like you know even recently king von pop smoke and you see all these guys yeah they all tragically passed away in their own ways no disrespect to that i mean if you see someone like xxx the morning i woke up it was my birthday yeah i got this news so oh shit uh, it's yeah. come like this and bro the albums which he initially released i mean 17 was an insane album mm-hmm. and the songs that he you know sort of put out was insane how their music has you know sort of been uplifted because of this so called death of theirs you you think it's you know sort of in a good way or a bad way like because see there have been fans of that particular person but it's it's been increasing like you know after this you know event like death if you see people like nipsey asel what do you think about that So I definitely think that people enjoying somebody's music after they passed should be viewed as enjoying music after they passed like 
we all have this understanding that we will die eventually, but until it is put upon us, for the most part, we don't view our, ourselves as mortal. We have the tendency to view ourselves as immortal. Um, yep. And so when you have death, especially somebody who is a name that you recognize, who was able to pr- put out things into the world that we can later go back and listen to, it, is, it changes the conversation. So somebody yeah. dies and we realize again, our own mortality. And I feel like it then makes us want to go to what they left behind also as a way to help bring to the forethought of what we will leave behind. But that is their legacy. They legitimately were able to leave behind a legacy so people could then go back to it. And because the person is dead, for the most part, people don't want to speak ill of the dead. So they will say nicer things as opposed to meaner things, or they won't say anything at all. Um, that's not always the case, but it gives people the opportunity to find something in people that they didn't realize was there in the first place. Uh, so we've had this happen before too, to where like we can definitely say Nipsey Hussle was somebody we wouldn't go out of our way to listen to. We knew who he was. Mm. We respected his mm. music. We respected his craft. And we respected what he did for the community. But his passing was something to where it was like, oh shit. And then we went back and really went through the music and we're like, we were behind on this. And it, that is something that should be allowed. We shouldn't be gatekeeping people for finding out yep. about somebody because they passed away. And unfortunately, that is what happens far too often is we somebody will then pass away and then everybody wants to be the special person, be like, well, I've been here since day one or I've been here from yeah. this or I've been here from this. And it's kind of just like, why can't we just all enjoy this? Like mm. this is, yep. this the conversation is wrong. Uh, and mm-hmm. so I feel like we should be, people should be allowed to enjoy this music. Yeah. And it, because the person passed away, it shouldn't change anything. Yeah, That's exactly. True. That's true. Just, you know, sort of before we conclude, I just have this one final question, which is, you know, I was telling Jesse as well. So I'm just coming out with it. I'll start with Andrew. What's your top five? Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, let me rephrase, but before that, before that, let me rephrase, like what's your top five in no particular order? Let's just leave it. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to re, I will answer your question rephrased. I will give you my top five favorite. Okay. Favorite. (laughs) Uh, I'll say rap rappers for sure. But my top five favorites, Jay-Z. Okay. Kendrick, J. Cole, Mac Miller, Lil Wayne. It's a good list. That's solid. Yeah. Jesse. Uh, I'm going to have a similar list. We're going to, and again, it is uh, to reiterate, it will also be my favorites in no particular order. We're going to have Mag Miller. We're going to have Kendrick Lamar. We're going to have Tupac. We're going to have Notorious B.I.G. And also Lil Wayne. I mean, similar, man. Like, if you ask me my top five, nice. I, I've definitely got Eminem because he's the guy who, you know, sort of yeah. got almost every one of us, at least in India, into this whole rap scene. Sure. Um, so I've got Eminem, I've got Lil Wayne, I've got J. Cole, I've got B.I.G. and I've got Kendrick. So this is my top five. Yeah, I've um, got a bit different for me. I mean, some of the names, I do have them, but then I'll just run through them. I have the N.W.A., um Ooh, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. nice you can't go wrong with the nwa 
I've got yeah. Eminem. I've got so this is the thing. I've got two thousands Kanye. So that Kanye to me is stands out. I haven't enjoyed That's his fair. last couple yeah. of albums, but Great that pick. Kanye <laughs> miles apart. I got yeah. Kendrick and Lil Wayne, of course. Young Mula, baby. Solid list. Yep, solid list. <laughs> well, guys, and it's been a pleasure yeah. talking to you guys. I mean, we are really grateful for your time, and you know, it's just been so awesome getting together and just bouncing off ideas and having this great, insightful conversation about hip hop. I certainly learned a lot about it because I'm not very up to date with what's happening in the scene. And your guys, the Instagram account of your guys is basically my go-to to you. Okay, the, these guys have a new album. I should check it out. So awesome. thank you so thank much you. for that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So again, yeah, thank you guys so much for agreeing to do this. It's been a pleasure. All right, so got it. we are the Unexamined Hype. You can find us on Instagram at the Unexamined Hype. As you guys have mentioned, we do a ton on Instagram. You can also find us on Twitter at Unexamined Hype. We do nowhere near as much at Twitter, but every now and then we're kind of funny. Um, <laughs> and you can find us on all podcasting platforms. Again, we are the Unexamined Hype. Perfect. You heard it first, guys. The Unexamined Hype in the flesh. Thank you so much, guys. And that's a wrap. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Yeah, appreciate you guys. You guys have a good night. Stay safe, too. Yeah, so take care of your health, guys. Yeah, we'll see you in cyberspace. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Oh, for sure.